Um, okay, so we wanted to do a quick little episode on um, breast implants. And I didn't want to title the episode Breast Implant Illness um, for various reasons that um, we'll get into. But I guess so the topic's just going to be fake tits. <laughs> Cute. Uh, yeah. So um, this is Jamie, and I, I'll just share my story since I'm the one that had fake tits. Courtney never did such a thing. She is a uh, natural. <laughs> um, and just to give a little history, um, of my fake tits was um, I get I was 18 years old, you know, very flat chested, but I, I don't even want to say flat chested. I was small, small little boobies, you know. Um, I guess I remember being like a little insecure about them, but not like a big deal because I didn't really have any friends that had like big tits or anything. Um, but you know, growing up in South Florida, I feel like it's a very common thing. Like a lot of people down here have them and you just don't even think oh, yeah. twice about it. So like yeah. my mom, my mom had fake boobs. Um, so when I was 18, I ended up working at Hooters, which is a whole other story I'll get into one day. Cause I'm definitely not like typical Hooters girl. It was very uncomfortable, but I needed a job and my um, cousin worked there and it was just like a great situation little small hangout so anyways I worked at Hooters she had recently just got her um breast implants and I just remember the first time I saw them like Dolly Parton she had these big old fake boobies and I was just like mesmerized like holy crap and then it was like okay I want some of these big fake tits and the weird thing is and you know keep in mind working at Hooters most of the girls had them not all of them but most of them and I guess because my mom had them I guess I just like wanted them and did it like a knee-jerk reaction I I didn't think too much about it um how much did they cost at the time I'm just curious yeah at the time I I well I don't remember and this is a long time ago figure um 20 years ago I was 18 I think so but I want to say like 5,000 and so I I remember I think I put down like a thousand dollars and then I paid like 95 dollars a month for like a couple years (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. And what's so messed up is I actually whoever I was dating at the time, they pretty much ended up paying my boot payment every month. How fucked up is that? That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. And I don't know how that would just happen. I guess because I was just like a waitress and I would have random modeling jobs and I don't know for the I mean depending on who like cuz I've only had a few boyfriends. So Anthony oh so basically really I started dating Anthony right after I got them. And I he, like, cannot imagine you being a waitress. It's cracking me up. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> um, and, you know, Anthony was Mr. Like pimp daddy. You know, he, he like wanted to be a sugar daddy so bad. Like he, he loves to like throw his money around. That's how he was. And so he like wanted to always pay for my shit. So he'd pay my boob payment. Anyway, so have the boobs, which is interesting because I'm very, even especially back then, very scared of needles. Like I'm very sensitive. So the fact that I even like, went through with the surgery I'll never forget the appointment before the surgery you have to go and get your blood taken and my mom came with me and I was acting like a five-year-old the the nurse was so like pissed off at me she was looking at me like are you fucking like she was mad she wasn't even nice she's like bitch you're you're about to have a surgery to get breast implants and you won't even let me take your blood like, she was so mean to me. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyways, ended up getting the um, breast implants. 
then had them for 20 years. And I want to say that after I had Ella, they got like ginormous because I breastfed Ella for two and a half years. So normally on my little petite body, um, I only had like a 325 CC. They were saline. Um, it was saline. And you was never like, had them redone? No, I never had them. Because re- I honestly, I had like gr- boobs. I, I didn't have any issue. So there was no reason to get them redone. Right, right. Um, and after I had Ella and then breastfeeding, they were so huge and ridiculous. And I remember, I mean, obviously, because, you know, I was breastfeeding, but still every time I would put on a bathing suit, because I was so tiny, I was just like, what are these huge, annoying things? Like they were just, in my opinion, not cute. And then after I was done breastfeeding, um, I still felt the same way, even though they went back to their normal size, which you saw me with breast implants. I didn't, it's not like I had like big, huge fake tits. They like fit me well. Did you think or no? They weren't over the top. Yeah. So, but still in a bathing suit, I still felt like uncomfortable. I didn't like love them, even though, you know, I had nice, they were nice tits. Like they were dropped. I, you know, some, some fake boobs are very wonky and like not cute. And from being in so many breast implant groups, whenever I see the before pictures with the fake tits, I'm like beyond can't even believe how not cute they don't look. And it always blows my mind how as women, we, we do that to ourselves and think that like they look cute because I want to say nine times out of 10, they don't look cute. Right. It's like not a good look. And especially now, I guess after I was done breastfeeding LL to figure like the last even 10 years, but I'm more like last five years. I just feel like fake tits are not in style anymore. Like they used to be, I guess, you know, when I say in style, you probably never felt like they were ever in style, but I guess like the circles I ran, you know, being a playmate modeling, um, being around like this fake South Florida crew. Um, yeah, no, it definitely depends like who you're hanging out with and who you're around because I know people now who think fake boobs are still in. Exactly. And that, and that blows my mind. Well, it still blows my mind that people still like go clubbing and stuff. So I'm like way far removed, but still fake tits in my mind are not cute and they're not trendy anymore. I feel like it doesn't even go with the style. Cause when you watch a lot of the like models on the runway and all like the really cute clothes, um, they're, they're just small, flat chested really is sexy to me. So I yeah. was totally outgrown them and I didn't like them anymore. Um, but the problem, and then this is when I started hearing stories of people getting them removed. Now, keep in mind, yes, I did the surgery to get them in, but I still have like a fear of surgery. Like I'm not, you know, like eagerly excited to have a surgery. I really scared. So I never really considered getting them removed. However, it was getting a little more trendy. And then I saw, I would kind of always mention it to Anthony and he was just like, not about it, which most husbands or boyfriends, you know, don't want their significant other to get their implants removed because they like the big fake tits. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so he was really never like supportive of it. So I never really pushed it. Um, but then when Crystal Hefner, she, that was like big mainstream news when she got her removed, I was telling him her story and, you know, how I would really like love to do it, even though in my mind, I wasn't like, if he says, yes, I'm going to go do it. Cause I was still scared, but he was like open to it. 
And then he was like, oh, whatever you want to do. And he kind of like brushed me off. So then I kind of, I think I remember even calling you and I just like jumped up, jumped on the idea of getting them removed. So I want to mention, I'm very well aware of breast implant illness during this whole time. And I've had a really long healing journey myself. However, I never removed my implants thinking that it was necessarily going to change anything with my health. Maybe like little things. I was like a little hopeful, like, oh, maybe my skin will finally clear up and I won't have like the red rosacea and the pimples or, you know, I was like hopeful maybe something would shift. Maybe my lymphatic system wouldn't be so sluggish or something. Yeah, yeah. But that's not why I removed them. I generally remove them because I just don't think they were cute anymore and in style. And I kind of jumped up on the window of my husband kind of like, eh, like whatever you want to do. I kind of just like jumped on it. And I think I like found the doctor because I was in all the breast implant illness groups and um, went for it. So I well, want a lot talk- of women, you know, I, you know, yes, you are aware of why women do get them removed. And a lot of women experience, first of all, don't they have implants that like can like open and leak into their body and then, also like women that experience like different like autoimmune um issues or like fibromyalgia or like all all kinds of stuff all kinds of that's why they get them removed and a lot of women have like amazing success for sure i mean and that's what i mean now the saline that i have are known for like less issues still issues though because you have to remember that the filling is saline but the bag is still silicone and then like the plug is like silicone. So sometimes when you get them removed, you'll see all the mold around the plug and yeah, the mold. Yeah. If some people have the leakage or then now they have the gummy bear, um, which is super toxic. A lot of them leak, you know, there's a tons of issues. So yes, being in all the groups, I was seeing the girls that had a ton of health issues. And then pretty much after removal were, I'd say about 90% of their health issues were gone, which is like mind blowing. So, I mean, yeah. it was exciting. And being in all those groups, you get to see the before and after. And that's why I'm saying whenever you see the before picture, them with the implants versus the after, the after, they always look 100% better. Yeah. Yeah. Are you digging in a Lego box again? No, not in Legos. <laughs> that was my refrigerator. But okay. no, yeah, you've shared so many of the pictures with me. And it, it, they are like mind blowing for sure. Mind blowing. And that's the one thing I think so many more women would get their breast implants removed because they're kind of over them too. And they maybe have health issues, but they're so scared of what their tits are going to look like after that, that that stops them from doing it, which I don't, you know, I, I, trust me, I can relate. I was scared when I went, the lady reassured me that I wouldn't need a lift. She said my boobs would be fine. And plus my husband, that was the one thing is like, he's like, please don't get a lift. Like, I don't want to look at that scar, even though I don't scar. So I like really wasn't worried, but yeah. like, whatever, he was down with me getting them out. So I was like, I don't, I'm also going to push for a lift because the doctor insisted I didn't need one. Um, so yeah. So my point is sharing is that I know the big fear is like what they'll look like after, but I'm telling you, if you join some breast implant illness groups, they always look so much better after. Cause before, I mean, just, I don't, when you see so many pictures of fake tits in these groups, you're like, that is just so not cute. So not right. cute. Right. Um, so anyway, so then I ended up getting mine removed and then 
I want to share my story and be truthful. And I always hate having to share the story because I don't want it to instill fear in other women because in my case was a very rare, rare case. But I did have complications during my removal where my right breast kept getting um, hematomas. So um, my hematoma, the day after the surgery, the doctor like shot me up with some ketamine or something and put me under and I was like under an awful acid trip. It was horrible and like drained it and then sent me on my way home. Um, I drove three hours of the West coast of Florida to have mine removed. And the reason I chose the doctor that I chose is because a few things, one, she did not use a nerve block because I didn't want the medication. And two, she didn't push the antibiotics post-surgery. It was your decision. Um, so I chose, you know, I didn't want to take antibiotics. I have faith in my immune system and I know what to take, you know, for natural antibiotics. I was fully prepared. Um, and then three, she wasn't a big pusher of the drains after the surgery. And I just know that me being sensitive, like I can't even handle an IV in my arm that I would not be able to handle having drains hanging out of my tits for like a week or two. So, um, and now she'll give you the drains if she does something and then she can tell like you need them, but she's not one of the surgeons that like puts them on everybody. So I was happy and I ended up going to her. So I, that's on the West coast of Florida. So she drained my thing, sent me home and told me that, you know, it would take a little bit longer for that to heal. So after like two weeks, I kept that one breast. It just almost looked like I still had the implant in it. Like that was the size. And she, every time I would send her a picture, she kept like reassuring me it was fine or you can drive back. She ended up having horrible bedside manner towards the end. So I was like not wanting to go back and see her drive all the way over there because I was super annoyed with her. So I was getting frustrated after a few weeks and I went and saw a local surgeon who does a lot of um, removal. His name's Dr. Rankin. I'm sure a lot of you know him. I ended up doing an inside edition with him months later. Um, a lot of playmates have seen him. So I went to see him up in Jupiter um, just to like look at it and tell me what he thought. And the moment he saw it, he was like, um, okay, no, you need an emergency surgery. First thing in the morning, I need you to be here. I have to put you under and open that up and drain, you know, the hematoma. So so if Devin, she gave you drains, would have that would that been a would have would it have been better a better situation or not? Yeah, I guess so because that's what I see. That yeah, because obviously whatever she did to that breast, so much scraping, and uh, you know, I guess I just kept bleeding, like so it causes the hematoma. Yeah. So yeah, if I would have had a drain, I guess that wouldn't oh, have been an issue because I'm trying to think. Had anyone had drains have a hematoma? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure it's possible, but probably yeah. Way but less you're the likely. one who didn't want the drains. Not saying that it was your mistake, but you didn't want them. No, I know I didn't want them. But she, if she, when she was doing the surgery, if she felt like I needed it, she would have put them in anyways. Right, 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 right. You so know, it was really her fault for not putting it in. But yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like either way, like it is what it is. It was. You know, it was a uh, experience, that's for sure. But so I had to go back and have the surgery to have that removed. So mind you, when I first, I, you came over to help me unwrap. And I was first like, you know, unwrapped 
boobs are like interesting because I didn't even remember what my natural boobs looked like. I had implants for over twenty years. I had the emergency surgery to have the hematoma in my right breast drained, which I was then after the surgery left with a drain and wrapped in like a compression type of wrap for over a week. Um, it was a horrible week <laughs> to be wrapped and have the drains in there. Um, but then when I finally got the drain removed and um, he unwrapped me or the nurse did, my right breast was basically skin. That was it, skin. So it was almost like the drain even drained out my breast tissue. And even my left breast that was um, didn't have a hematoma or anything and didn't have to have the drain in, I feel like because I was wrapped so freaking tight that it almost like the little bit of swelling and breast tissue that was there totally like smushed out. It wasn't horrible, but the right breast was definitely horrible. It was just like, I, I mean, I hate to say almost like flappy, wrinkly old skin and horrifying under my nipple, there was a major crease right in the middle of my breast. So that was horribly traumatizing. Like basically your worst nightmare, ha you know, happened. Um, so the only thing I could do was I did a ton of body work on that breast because they said it was a lot of scar tissue and I had to like work on getting that crease, the fold out of the middle of my breast. So I did, um, I had acupuncture doing in there. I was taking enzymes. Um, I did... I forget now what it's called, but it's, I describe it kind of like it was like a freaking jackhammer. I would go to this chiropractor and they would like take a jackhammer and like beat the thing. I mean, it was horrible. You also um, did like a homeopathic protocol at some point. I think that was like before and after surgery, maybe. Yeah. 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 When I did the surgery, I did everything, um, you know, had all my essential oils, homeopathic remedies, like anything that I needed to recover from a surgery for sure. Yeah. Um, but that fold in the nipple was like really devastating because, you know, that's like your worst nightmare. And again, I removed my breasts just because I didn't want them anymore. It's not like I was like horribly sick and had autoimmune issue and like I needed to do it. So it was really hard to mentally and emotionally deal with, you know, it was a choice that I made. And then here I was left with like a totally deformed boob. Um, and Anthony was probably like, Oh yeah, it'll be easy. Like, you know, just like a one-time thing. And then it's like, Oh no, no, no. Can't be easy. Long drawn out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, situation. yeah. You know, even when I was getting the acupuncture in the breast, um, I was having to do that a couple times a week. I was getting, um, you know, all kinds of stuff to try to fix it. So that was expensive, time consuming. And, uh, yeah, it was a whole thing, but I, I spent a lot of time, working on that. And I, it really did resolve. I want to say like, after a year, it, you know, the fold was gone for the most part. It, it was like, okay, but it still wasn't cute. As far as whenever I would wear a bathing suit, that one breast, like say you had like a little push up style bathing suit or something, you could see that it was kind of like, like empty sack skin, like a little bit, uh, how maybe you would it reminded me of like a 90 year old woman, you know, it's just like, right, right, like sag that one boob. So that was like sucky. So um, yeah, it was like there was no tissue like fluffing it up. It was just skin. And then the other breast, like you said, because you were like compressed for so long, kind of, yeah, like deflated. 
Yeah, so it was like smaller. So now I was left with even way smaller than when I originally just had them removed. Because remember when I moved them, I was kind of like, wow, like my tits aren't that small. Like I don't, rem- I thought I was going to be way worse off than they looked, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, so, at, so that was like an interesting year that I had to kind of deal with the decision that I made, um, you know, and then left with the deformity. But going back to the decision that I made, you know, it was another thing, being a holistic health coach in the industry that I'm in, that was another part of the removal was that I just felt like, you know, fake tits are fake. And for anyone that really knows me, I'm not a fake person at all. And I never liked the idea of Uh, the fake boobs anymore. And during the time that I was recovering from my breast implants, I also went and did, um, I wore no makeup for over a year. And that was huge for me because I'm not one of those girls that ever wore a ton of makeup to like, uh, I don't know, change the way I look. I guess <laughs> that sounds wrong, but like some no, girls- yeah, it wasn't like to enhance your features or like, cause you like felt like you wanted to like look pretty cause you wanted makeup on or, you know? Yeah. I had to wear makeup, the foundation, because I just have always had really bad skin. And even if I'm not have a lot of acne, I would always have a, a lot of discoloration and stuff. So I was always wearing like foundation and I was just so sick of wearing foundation, but that was like my mask. You know, anyone who's ever dealt with acne, you know that when you have breakouts or skin flaws, you know, and even you have conversations with people, it's hard to, like to look at people in the eye because you're so insecure about the stupid fucking skin. Like, it's so annoying. My people with bad skin and acne will get what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So anyways, I just went through a time where I was kind of like, and it was even that song was out, like, uh, be beautiful just the way you are, my scars are my beauty. I don't remember the song, but it was like out. And it was like a huge thing. It was like, really, it hit me like, yeah, like, I want to be real. I don't want to be fake. I don't want to have fake tits. I don't want to have to wear a foundation on my skin. Like I want to be able to talk to people with no makeup and not be insecure that I have a big zit on my face. Like, you know, I just want to be okay. Like I always looked up to people that weren't insecure in that um, manner. So I had it was a very fulfilling year that I went through no makeup, deformed like flat skinny little tit <laughs> God. um but then after a year I finally decided that I was going to go have reconstructive surgery on that one breast because I was in um I would see in the breast implant groups a lot of the girls were getting fat transfers which I was very against a fat transfer at first because knowing all I know about the lymphatic system you really don't want to be doing any type of liposuction and that's what a fat transfer is is it's a minor liposuction, not traditional liposuction with the big, thick thing that they're jamming in your fat. It's very tiny. I always want to call it calendula, which it's not a, what is it? A, not a calendula or a calendar, I'm going to say. It's not those. It's the tiny little, like, flimsy needle. I don't even know what the friggin' word is. But it's so, oh, I don't know. It's so tiny. And so they go in and it's it's like a little micro liposuction like these aren't the right words but you get what I'm saying it's very minute um but either way like I feel like you don't want to mess with the lymphatic system like if if, you know you don't want any more health issues so I was very against it for a long time but there is a great great fat transfer doctor in um North Carolina I did a lot of research on him so I finally went to see him because there's two in Miami that do fat transfer that I went and saw 
And immediately when I walked in, they both were kind of like, no, you're, you're too skinny. Like you don't have enough fat to do a fat transfer. So I was like, all right. But then I heard rumors that the guy in North Carolina, he can get the little bit of fat from the skinniest of the skinny girls and make it work. And since I wasn't trying to have a fat transfer to have big fat breath, I just wanted my one breath fixed with the scar tissue and it just to match my other little breast. Um, it was a reconstructive surgery. When I went and saw him, he told me he could do it. Like he would do his best. He couldn't guarantee anything, but you know, he would do what he does. So I ended up having that my third surgery one year after that, which was the easiest smooth sailing surgery ever. And that surgery again, I did all natural, no pain meds, all my homeopathic and essential oils and stuff like that. And he able was able to fix my right breast. So it looks like my left little breast and there's no, uh, he was able to get any scar tissue out of it. And, um, it was great at first when I was swollen and I came right out of surgery, I had like these huge, big boobs again. And I was kind of traumatized because I thought I was afraid the swelling wasn't going to go down. And a lot of girls that their fear is they don't want the fat to go away. And here I was like, holy shit, like these things are way too big, (laughs) Um, but now it's been like two or three years and they're, um, totally fine, little normal breast. But that's one thing with fat transfer is it's a totally different situation having naturally fat boobs versus breast implants. Like even when you wear a sports bra, you go for a jog or go for a walk. Like I so much credit for girls that have like natural big fat boobs that are like flopping around. Oh my God. (laughs) yeah not really enjoyable but the reason I'm sharing this whole story is a few things um one do not be scared of what your breasts are going to look like if you get them removed like don't let that stop you from doing it because I promise you what I have seen is always looks better without the breast implant and if you are still insecure and you miss a fuller breast or you had an issue like me know that there is such a thing as a fat transfer. Um, and it's a, but the thing is you have to be okay with getting your breast implants removed and letting them heal for a minimum of six months. I waited a year. I would prefer women to wait a year, but I know some, they get all crazy in their head and they can't deal with, you know, once their implants are gone, they really go into like panic attack mode. <laughs> they can't no, I get... remember that you were, you were, you know, really debating whether or not to do it. It was like, because you had just gone under surgery and then had to get another surgery. And then you were like, oh my God, I'm going to go do like an elective surgery again after like hating doing surgery in the first place because of you know, all the negative effects that surgery can have on the body, the lymphatic system, like you're aware of all that, but you were weighing the odds. It's like, okay, so what's worse to keep these implants in my body or to just go under surgery, get it done with and get them out. So the fact that you like, and you were just hoping you were going to do the one surgery, things were going to end up okay. And then like you said, like the fact that you had like flabby skin like you know it was like an unfortunate situation that you had to go back under because you wanted you wanted your boobs to look good which like no one can fault you for that no I know I mean that was a hard decision the reconstructive surgery because in my mind I kept thinking too like maybe this is um 
just a part of my journey. And part of the journey is like, I was wanting to do so bad, which is why I like didn't wear the makeup for over a year, which I still don't. I never got back into wearing makeup. Now I don't even know how to really put it on. It's horrible. But the point was like, maybe I should just deal with the flabby little breast and be okay with it. Because that was like a part of my thing was I was trying to like, remove you know modeling for so many years playboy like I wanted to remove myself from always being looked at as you know some perfect pretty little thing like this is me naturally and be like take it or leave it right you know but it was fine I'm so happy I did the reconstructive surgery I mean it just no one would know talk you know only my husband can see the difference in myself you know when I'm naked but otherwise it's fine but my point of sharing is to just give people hope that if you really didn't like your natural breath all said and done afterward there is another option that's kind of my point and my other point is don't be scared of what they're going to look like after because I have to tell you I have some I've seen some people online and I like it blows my mind that some of my friends that had like you know, cute little boobs, like they're in their 40s, and they go and get fake boobs, because in my mind, I really feel like they're not in style anymore. So I don't know what you're doing. And when you're already 40 years old, and you're getting implants, first of all, implants do make you look bigger. Like they really do. Like, I feel like everyone who has them, you look like top heavy, and it's a bigger look. Right? It's just really not cute. Um. I don't know. So it's just kind of sad to see because the other thing is too, like I said, that they don't even, most people don't even know a fat transfer exists. Right. And that, and for girls that are young and maybe you really want implants, like just, you don't have to do that. You can get a fat transfer and it, because in the fat transfer groups, there's so many women who have never breastfed, never had um, implants and they go in for a fat transfer and they have even more beautiful results. Like you blow your mind how amazing um, boobs you can get, which I'm pretty, that's what all the Kardashians do and stuff. I was going to say celebrities don't go and get like things injected into them, like fillers and these fake boobs. They, they just get fat transfers everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can, you can do fat transfer to the face and everything. Um, right. So, but I guess we, you know, breast implant illness, I'm not. I do want to talk about that, but I just wanted to share my story is that that's not why I personally removed them. I mean, I guess I was hoping that, you know, a little bit of health changes would have changed for me, um, but nothing changed for me like health wise after I removed them. However, I'm in the group and I see how much damage they cause so many people. I mean, really the health stuff's pretty ridiculous. Um, But, you know, you have to remember that again, diet and lifestyle is huge. I always hate when I see some of them just want to blame all their health issue just on the implant. Um, when it's kind of like diet and lifestyle plays a huge part in that. The implant is just kind of like the straw that's breaking the camel's back and like triggering more of an right. issue. But it's not like, you know, the issues you should be blaming. You should want to remove them. But then also, if you, not all your health issues left, you still want to change your diet and lifestyle, I would hope, you know? Well, and then, like, women that are, that's a different category than women that are experiencing, like, back pain and stuff like that. Because, obviously, if you get implants and then you're having back pain or, you know, things like that, um, or even, like, neurological stuff where, like, the weight of the breast is pressing on a nerve 
or like different things that are solely caused by having the breast implants in there. Like if there is a mold issue internally or, you know, like there's definitely instances where it's just the implants, but like you said, it's like anything else. It's like, it's like just the same thing as people thinking that a mask is going to save you for save your health, you know, like, just getting the implants removed and continuing to eat like complete garbage isn't going to fix the issues unless the problem is truly only caused by breast implants. Right. Because a lot of the women in the breast implant illness groups have like Lyme's disease and like, you know, really serious autoimmune stuff. So they right. know that in order to truly heal, you're not going to truly heal when you have that in there. And I know a lot of women just think it's like, oh, it's an implant. Mine aren't causing me an issue. But the reality is, the body does not want that big foreign object in there. Right. It's on your chest. I mean, one of the biggest things I see a lot of the women say is um, after surgery, the first thing when they wake up is like, wow, they felt like they had like 10,000 pounds lifted off their chest and they can breathe so much better. And they would have never thought that, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, breast implant illness is real. It's also not something that you can just think that you're going to do it and all your health issues are going to go away. So that's why I don't like to give the false hope like that because not the case. Um, Cause there's some women that get, have a lot of health issues. They get them removed and then you see them in the group complaining. They still have health issues. What, what happened? And it's like, well, cause you, you can't just think that just you removing them was going to make all your health problems go away. Um, and then just also, again, just to share, there's fat transfer. There's so many great options. Um, and it's really nothing to be scared of. I, Dr. Rankin, I did an entertainment inside edition episode with him. And he's great. He's local. He does. He basically does all explant surgeries right now. And he posts a lot of his before and afters. And I know a lot of girls that went and saw him. And um, they're all really happy. Um, I think I knew one girl that had like, a messed up healing situation that went and saw him. But again, you can't, it's not the surgeon's fault. We all heal differently and have our own stuff. Like I, I wouldn't even blame my surgeon, my surgeon for my hematoma issue. You know what no, I mean? No, that was like a healing, like mishap. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, but to also put in there it is expensive, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess to, the removals about, 6,000 is like the average going for breast implant removal. Um, and then if you wanted a fat transfer at some point, fat transfer goes about 11,000. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, the guy that did your fat transfer, he's so close to me. I joke around like, all right, when I'm done breastfeeding and my boobs are down to nothing, <laughs> when all the life is sucked out of my boobs, <laughs> Um, that I would get one, but I, I honestly don't think I would. I don't think your boobs will ever be sucked out of nothing. Like you have like great boobs. I'm sure, you know, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. But you know what though? Um, the only reason why I think they would is because of how small they got after I was done breastfeeding link. Oh uh, yeah. But what, I don't like, care. Ross doesn't care. So yeah, but that's what I was going to say. Do you really like, it's like, they're still like nice shaped and like a nice nipple and they're nice. They're not like, um, yeah, no, they're not going to be an issue. And you know what? It's honestly, it's like, yes, I want to be happy with my body too. But if like Ross was concerned that I, you know, like if he doesn't care, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. 
No, I know. That's why I just wish so many weren't into the, I just feel like implants, I swear to God, you have to go in the group guys. If anyone's questioning it, because if you see the before and after, I just like, implants do not look cute at all, at all. Well, it also depends on, I mean, I agree with you on a thousand percent because they don't look natural most of the time. And also what happens to a lot of women with their implants is they get that like separated look. Yes. Well, that was the thing when I, um, I remember in one of my playboy spreads, some guy commenting one time about the gap in between my boobs. And then I realized like, holy shit. In so many pictures and the playboy spreads that I would do, it looked like I had this big gap and it did not look cute. Like not as bad as I've seen some girls, but it was definitely obvious and not cute. But in person, when I looked in the mirror and like my arms are down normal, they were it didn't great. look like that. Yes, but it's like when you're yeah. posing weird, like a tit does something weird because the implants in there, and then you can after you know years you get the ripples on the side. And and technically, yeah. I want to mention a lot of surgeons will tell you, "Oh no, you're fine. You don't have to get them replaced every ten years." But you really are supposed to get them replaced. Any good surgeon will tell you that. Yeah, you know. So mine were like twenty years old, so it was kind of just like, like I said, I didn't. I just didn't want, I don't know. It's interesting. I wonder if like I didn't breastfeed Ella, if I would have still felt that way. Because when I breastfed her, they just got so huge. I mean, I remember going to Nordstrom and they measured me. I was like a 32 G. (laughs) What? Yes. Because my back's small. And then it was like 32 G. And I was just like, that's what I'm saying. When I would wear a bathing suit, I was like, and just walking down, you know, the beach, I felt like one of those bimbos, like skinny bimbo with these huge big, like, I just don't like that look and that style. And then here I am talking to people saying I'm like, natural, holistic. And, you know, you got these like big old fake tits. Like, I just wasn't into it anymore. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. But anyways, I just wanted to share that. I know so many people have questions about breast implant illness um, and removing them. And I'm telling you, like, I don't think I've met one person that was not happy with their decision. Um, and any that maybe weren't there, you know, there's a fix. You can go have a fat transfer or, you know, there's something, but I really, I really don't think there's anybody I met that wasn't happy. Yeah. You know, that I personally know maybe on, um, in, in the groups because there's thousands and thousands of women. So um, it's a big topic, but again, you know, I feel like breast implants too. Again, I wish, um, I wish as women, we could be more happy with what we look like and not look up to like the girls on, you know, real housewives and the media and Instagram and what, you know, with their filters, because the reality is it's like, it's not real. And so it's like, then we're all having to live up to these standards that aren't natural like it's not real and we're all like living up to them and then it's kind of like bullshit you know what I mean yeah for sure I mean it's like one thing when you're um you know like Botox and fillers and microblading and and doing these body treatments on your body like uh I don't even know the names of them they kind of like tighten the skin you can do it on your stomach and like your legs and stuff like that um yeah, like the cooling or the sculpting or whatever. Yeah, I think something's even called Venus. I mean, they're like um, upkeep and, and, you know, beauty treatments and stuff. And I mean, even things like filler. I mean, filler is pretty much hyaluronic acid. I'm not like 
a total hater on filler, like a little bit, you know, don't get all like crazy insane with the shit, but you know, implants and actual like major surgeries is kind of like, you know, we all just need to be happy with who we are and what God gave us and like rock that. Cause the reality is, if you think about it, it's all again, just like coronavirus and all this other shit. It's all media driven. It's all no, media so. driven, you know? Yeah. So yeah. anyways, but that's it. Make a short breast implant illness. If anyone has any questions, they can, you know, reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook or um, anything about a particular question. But in South Florida, it's Dr. Rankin. He's a big um, breast implant removal surgeon. He's out of Palm Beach, Jupiter. And I think he has an office in Fort Lauderdale. Um, the best fat transfer in the world. People fly from him to see him all over the world. He's in Charlotte, North Carolina. And his name is Dr. Bedner, B-E-D-N-A-R. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of great um, removal surgeons too, but that's the one I know of in South Florida that by me is Dr. Rankin. The lady I saw on the West Coast, um, I wouldn't really recommend her and I don't even remember her name to be honest with you. So anyways. Yeah. That's it. Cool. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye.